This is Jedi Templar Reflections, brought to you by Arcania Jedi Templar, Hair Acre Radio, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you listen to your podcast. Hey everybody, it's your host, MJ, or MJ Hannigan if you will. It's time to do another Templar Reflections episode. It's been a while, a lot of things going on in life, it is what it is. Uh, before I get started with today's episode, um, I have been getting messages about people that they want to contribute to the podcast, you know, financially support, yada, yada, yada. If you want to do that, I believe it's over at Spotify. There's a click to like donate kind of thing. It's like 99 cents a month or like $9 a month or something like that. Or you could do lump sums. If you want to give to the podcast, great. That's the way to do it. Um, if you want to order any of the awesome Jerry Templar shirts, that's wonderful. We can definitely arrange that one. And that's about it for that. <clears throat> Other than that, things in Wichita are going well. Life is good. Um, it's kind of a dark and gloomy day, but to be honest, after having hundreds of degrees of weather for like the last three weeks, it's actually beautiful to have a gloomy day. But now let's get started with the podcast. As I mentioned, this is the uh, Templar Reflections episode. And this one, I don't recall where I got the core source material. I, it was a Facebook meme. And it was like eight laws of happiness or eight laws of, you know, having a better life or, you know, whatever. It's basically like that. And the first one is, you know, understand that words have value. Or sorry, words have purpose, so use them wisely. This is actually kind of a double-edged sword, and I hate starting things on politics, but we're going to go there for a quick second. Words are not just a collection of letters or a collection of sounds. A word must have a value. A word must have a definition in order to communicate an idea. If, you know, we were still just grunting, to tell people that we wanted food or water, then, you know, there's no real clear communication. For words in, you know, our, in our conversations, we need to understand that we use words for a purpose. Words do have definitions, and we must understand those definitions. Otherwise, when we're talking about the same word, but we're each using different definitions, we're never going to have a good communication. We're never going to have a good uh Sorry, I used the wrong word on that one. We're not going to be able to have a, a conversation if we don't agree on meaning of words and value of words. But other than that, let's talk about the spiritual aspect of, you know, words have power. What we say easily can build up or destroy an individual in a heartbeat. When we are overly critical and over-the-top mean or rude and we're communicating with people, we can literally tear their will out of their bodies. And that's something that we should strive not to do. You know, words at the same time can also build people up. Those little seeds of encouragement that, you know, when watered can lead people to great success. And, you know, that's where, the, in my opinion the true value, the true power of words that we need to do. You know, it, it's easy to tear somebody down. Trust me, you can do it in a heartbeat. But building people up and, you know, planting those seeds of plausible success in these individuals, from a Jedi realist point of view, or even from a recovery point of view, people who are doing well, 
it's something that we need to be mindful of. Um, one thing that I face uh, more with recovery than with Jedi realism is, you know, the people who love to often refer to me as just being a junkie. It doesn't matter. You're on your way to your next relapse, yada, yada, yada. That is the absolute wrong approach to take with people who are dealing with recovery. You never in your right mind remind people of that fact. Or not necessarily, you don't remind them of it, but you don't accuse them of things. You're not, uh, you know, you're just going to use again. You know, when, when you take that approach when dealing with somebody from recovery who's having some problems <clears throat> and they're trying to stay clean and sober and you beat the hell out of them using words, you are probably going to trigger their next relapse. So congratulations. <clears throat> when you see people struggling, you know, within recovery or within, you know, their own mental well-being, you need to use good words of, you know, get your point across but not beat the other person down. Remember, build people up. The more people we can build up, the more success that we have around us, and the more happiness that we'll have within our communities, whatever that community might be. All right, the next one. People will come and go, but the right ones will stay. Our lives are always in motion, much like the future is, Master Yoda would say. The future is always in motion. People in our lives are always in motion. Not everybody we meet is our friend. Not everybody we meet is a supporter. People will come and go. It's the way of life. It's the way we grow. If you have the same circle of people around you for all these years, then you're actually stunting your own growth. You know, respect the fact that there are people who are going to come into your life and they're going to impart a lesson. And that lesson might be a great one, or it might be a hard one. You know, these people are going to bring a message into your life. Again, it might be a positive message, or it might be a very negative, harmful message. It is what it is. And, you know, we outgrow people. There are people that we need in our lives for a certain period of time to help us, you know, whether or not this is conscious or subconscious is kind of irrelevant. There are people in our lives who are put in our lives to help us to reach a certain point. But once that point is reached, that friendship, for one reason or another, tends to go to the wayside. And, you know, we need to not mourn or not have sorrow for the people who are no longer with us, not the people who passed away, but the people who are just, we're no longer friends for whatever reason. It's okay. You know, it's fine. You don't need to bash and slander that individual, but like, Hey, you know what? We're just not cool like that anymore. You know, we're, we don't hang out like that. It, it is what it is. Be happy and rejoice when those, uh, when your past no longer, you know, connect. Perhaps in the future, your past will reconnect and you guys will bring something to each other's lives. You know, again, there's also the concept of toxic individuals. Individuals themselves are not necessarily toxic for everybody. They're just not good for you, which is, you know, they're toxic for you. And unfortunately, that term gets too overused and abused. 
a toxic relationship, like a codependent relationship, you know, those are really negative. It doesn't necessarily say much for that individual. It's just your relationship with that individual is toxic. So don't call people toxic. Just understand that they might be toxic for you. Or in reverse, you might be toxic for them. So when that happens, let the people go. Let them go from your life and, you know, let them drive on with their mission, you know, follow their path and do what they do. And, you know, wish them well. It's okay. Not everybody in, in your life is going to stick around. You know, you're going to have ups, you're going to have downs, you're going to have different paths to walk. Not everybody's going to walk the same path as you, nor should everybody walk the same path as you. So, again, basically, enjoy the time that you have with individuals and just don't be afraid to let it go. All right, number three. You are doing enough, even when it feels like you're not. At this point, you have to look at your expectations of your life versus the reality of your life. You know, what do we expect from ourselves? Often, most of us expect too much of ourselves. I will be honest. I have very high standards on myself and on my life. Sometimes I meet those high expectations. Other times I do not. It is what it is. But, you know, just because you feel that you're not making an impact, it does not mean that you are not making an impact. It just means that for some reason you're just not seeing it. You know, with podcasting, this has actually been a thing over like the last 12 years. Sometimes I feel like I should stop podcasting. And then. I get messages from people saying, hey, thank you very much. I appreciated that last episode you did. You mentioned this. I really felt like it was speaking with me, yada, yada, yada. And it kind of renews my confidence in why I do what I do. Um, you know, it, it's okay. And next thing you have to understand is you can't save everybody. You can't be Captain Save-A-Ho. You can't be Captain Recovery. You can't be great Jedi Master so-and-so to everybody. You can only help people that want to be helped. You can't just, you know, throw words of wisdom out there. Well, what you perceive to be as words of wisdom and expect people to, you know, be overwhelmed by it. You know, it just, life does not work that way. And we don't often see, you know, we plant a tree. We don't often, you know, we plant an apple tree. It's not uncommon to plant an apple tree and not see fruit from that apple tree. You know, you go to do a Habitat for Humanity project and you help to build a house. You plant some trees and stuff like that. You might see the final product of that house, or you might see that tree start to grow, but you're not going to see the happiness of that family who move into that house. You might never see that tree sprout an apple because by the time it does, you've, you're already moved on to other things. And, you know, that is fine. It's life. It's, again, I say this a lot, but it's okay. You know, it's, the only thing that we can do in this life is we could live up to archers 
other people might agree with our truths, other people might disagree with our truths, but at the very least, if you live up to your truth and not just speak the words, but live the life, then people will respect that and it will help to inspire and motivate other people. So keep that in mind. It's not always, we're not always going to see the results of our work, but that doesn't mean that our work is our work is worthless. Number four, failure is when you do not try. Even if from Star Wars, Yoda's going to disagree with that, but that's okay. You know, do not sell yourself short. Do not say, well, I'm not going to do this because it's not going to work. You don't know if it's going to work or not. And you have to take that risk. You have to take the risk of you know, doing the best that you can and not getting the results that you hope to come about it. If you constantly live in that fear that you are not adequate, that, you know, other people are just are never going to respect you, that you're never going to find a, a positive, healthy, romantic relationship that these friends are only here for the short term and they care nothing about you. If you live in that world, you're going to be a very lonely individual as time passes. So don't live in that world. Don't sell yourself short. You know, again, you can try to make friends and it might work out great. You can try to get involved in a person that you're interested in and start a romantic relationship and it might work out great. It might not. Okay, cool. You know, it's another experience that you have. You know, it, it it's a cycle. Things are as they go. You know, you can't put your expectation on things. You know, we all like to say, you know, you have to live life on life's terms. Meaning that, you know, shit is going to happen in life that you are going to have no control over. It doesn't mean that we don't try. It doesn't mean that we don't put out our effort. But we are not tied to the results. All right, and again, another concept with that is believe in yourself or nobody else will. If you don't believe that you're going to be successful at a job, uh, in a relationship, uh, in a martial art, you know, with your workout program, you know, whatever, if you don't believe you're going to be successful in it, then why are other people going to believe in you? In a sense, you have to sell yourself to people. You have to say, you know what? I'm going to accomplish this. I'm going to put everything I have in this project, and it's going to be successful. If you do that, then people around you are going to say, hey, you know what? This person's going to be successful. They're going to get it done. And, you know, if you don't think you're going to do it, then you are going to fail. All right, number five. Random acts of kindness make everybody feel better. I strongly believe in the pass it forward concept. Uh, for me, that's a really uh, valuable thing to consider. Sometimes, oftentimes, you cannot repay people back for their kindness. Now, if you borrow 20 bucks off somebody and you pay them back 20 bucks, it's not a random act of kindness. A random act of kindness is doing things for people that they cannot do for themselves right now. It might be 
silly things like going and getting groceries and dropping them off at their door and banging on it and acting like it's an Uber delivery. Or it might be, you know, giving somebody a place to stay temporarily. You know, there are a thousand random acts of kindness that you can do for people. And it's good to do that. Because, you know, in truth, you don't know what people are going through in their given day. You know, buying somebody a cup of coffee, you know, buying coffee for the car behind you, you know, at a Starbucks drive-thru or whatever. You know, that one gesture can plausibly change that person's day for the better. And it's a great thing to do. You know, it's random acts of kindness need to be done. Unfortunately, in this life, we see, we see so many takers. We see so many people who are determined to get what they want and not care about other people. That we need to reverse it. We need to get people out there to say, you know what, I'm just going to do these things because it's a good thing to do. And just see how it brightens other people's day. It's a rewarding concept in and of itself. Even if you don't see the results of it, it's still rewarding. You know, I kind of mentioned it. You know, kindness can break, can brighten up the darkest day. Again, getting somebody a cup of coffee or, you know, whatever can make that person who is having a really shitty, lousy day, lost all faith in human in humanity, it can give that person hope. It can give them a beacon of light to look forward to. So practice random acts of kindness and see where it takes you. Uh, number six, live for today, not tomorrow. There's a Star Wars quote I have to use. It. I absolutely love it. It's from one of the later... Uh, Fate of the Jedi books. It is, um, there is no tomorrow. There's only what we do or, we, or what we fail to do today. Oftentimes I use this in regards to procrastination, but it's a great concept to consider. You know, why wait until tomorrow to live your best life? Why wait until tomorrow to start your fitness routine? Why wait to start your martial arts? And God, why wait till tomorrow to start your recovery process? Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the times you have with your friends. Enjoy the time you have with your loved ones. Enjoy the time you have with your puppies. You don't know what's going to happen when you pull out of your house. You don't know what's going to happen when you hit the road and you start driving. Something could happen to you in the drive. Something could happen to your friends. Like, imagine if you just had an argument with somebody and then they passed away like an hour later. How shitty would you feel for the rest of your life? You know, live for this moment. This moment's what matters. This moment will define your legacy if you allow it to do so. You know, don't put off, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll go on vacation tomorrow. I'll start enjoying my life tomorrow. I'll finally get sober tomorrow. Don't do that shit. Because if you do, you could end up in a life of regret. Which goes with the next concept. The next concept is never look back. There's nothing for you there. What if and if only is bullshit. Living a life of what if this happened? What if I would have said that? What if I would have done that? Or if only I made this choice instead of that choice. You know, we've all made some really bad decisions. 
we've all made some bad career decisions. We all made some bad moving decisions. We all made some bad friend decisions. And God knows we've all made some horrible romantic decisions. I have had some kick-ass relationships in my life with friends or with significant others that ended tragically. Everybody has. And I wish well for all those individuals. You know, life's too short. But even in those tragic relationships I was in, I learned a lot about myself. I learned that I'm a lot stronger of an individual than even I thought I was. You know, like there are times, you know, leaving relationships that I was honestly just a broken shell of an individual for a short part, period of time. In fact, that's actually one of my taglines uh, for a while on a podcast was, um, there's nothing stronger than a broken man who has rebuilt himself. It's a great concept. You know, your past will destroy you if you allow it to. If you hold on to that animosity, if you hold on to that anger, that hatred, that hurt, it's only going to harm you. You're not hurting anybody else by having your own resentment. You're hurting only yourself. You're drinking the poison, hoping the other person dies, and you're filling yourself with that venom. Don't do it. It's not worth it. The past is there to teach you lessons. You've learned the lessons. It's time to move on. Yes, remember fond days. You know, remember days of sunshine and going to Kennywood Park when you were a kid and riding the log jammer, you know, steel phantom, whatever, right? Remember those times and remember how happy you were. But don't allow it to interfere with what you're doing today. Never allow your past to destroy your present. You know, if I took my damaged relationships, you know, with Miss Red Flags, you know, whatever, or if I took the failures that I've had in my life and said, hey, you know what? I'm not going to attempt anything because this is what happened when I attempted it last time. Da, 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 da. I wouldn't be doing what I do. I wouldn't be out there helping people like I get the opportunity to do. You know, my life has a lot of ridiculous blessings. You know, I'm ridiculously blessed that the house and two of the cars are paid off. And the car that's not paid off is like really not that much money. You know, and from a financial point of view, I have opportunity to help other people. I have time on my hands where I can go do for other people. I have a spare room or two that I can use and put people up who are in distress. You know, I love that. And, you know, I am blessed that the decisions I made in this life some of those decisions were really good and you know it, it kind of it is what it is i'm blessed that i have the opportunity to learn from my past and try to keep people from making those mistakes you know if not what's the point of me being you know a recovering addict what's the point of me being you know thrusted into the spotlight with the american jedi you know what's the point of those projects you know, I, I get there are people who are going to use, in my podcast, there are people who are going to use what I say and say, well, look, this person's a recovering addict, so what the hell do they know? I know a hell of a lot, you know, and it, it's okay. Um, when people want to use my past against me, it doesn't phase me. 
It's like, oh, dude, you want to talk about some shit from 15 years ago? That's fine. I got some shit I have to go do right now. So you keep doing you, and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm not going to allow other people's animosity or resentment to hold me down. Same as I'm not going to hold animosity and resentment in my heart because I know it's going to poison me and give me a heart attack. I'm going to die at a young age or whatever. Even at my age, I think it's impossible to die at a young age. But in any event, uh, the last concept or law or rule or whatever is overthinking kills happiness. I will admit, I am an overthinker. Um, especially when people call me and say, hey, I need to talk to you. Give me a call back. Dude, I overthink and overanalyze. Like, those kinds of messages give me anxiety from hell. Or, you know, when you overthink, you tend to see the worst in yourself and the worst in other people. And that's not a healthy place to be. It's, it's not a mind state that I want to waste my time in. And I know it's not going to lead me to happiness on any level. But in any event, that's it. Those are the eight rules of happiness or for life or whatever Facebook said they were. I uh, hope you enjoyed today's t- uh, Joy Temple Reflection episode. Um, guys, do me a favor. Please share the podcast on your social media. Text it to friends. Uh, you know, whatever. Help get the word out there. And again, like I mentioned earlier, if you want to contribute to the podcast, it's appreciated. If you just want to enjoy the podcast, you know what? The podcasts are free. If you want to order one of the t-shirts, let me know. We'll make it happen. Other than that, thank you for listening. Love and light. This is MJ. I'm out.